0: You're listening to Gift Biz Unwrapped, episode 156.
1: We get into groups of five, and in those groups, we actually get to start our own company.
2: Attention, gifters, bakers, crafters, and makers. Pursuing your dream can be fun. Whether you have an established business or are looking to start one now, you are in the right place. This is Gift Biz Unwrapped, helping you turn your skill into a flourishing business. Join us for an episode packed full of invaluable guidance, resources, and the support you need to grow your gift biz. Here is your host, gift biz gal, Sue Monheit. Today, I am so excited
0: to bring you Rebecca Peter of Rad Tees. Rad Tees is an art t-shirt company. High school students submit designs via the website, and then they print the designs on t-shirts. Part of the revenue of each shirt goes to the artist who created the design, and then some also goes to the student's high school art department. This provides a win-win for everyone involved. The artists have their images available to the world, the art department gains additional financial support, and we all get to wear some really cool t-shirts. Rebecca, thank you so much for joining me and welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me, Sue. It's great to be here.
0: So you are a high school senior, and you, along with some other people, are starting this really fun business, right?
1: Yeah, all thanks to our business incubator class.
0: Well, before we go into all of this, I'm so excited to hear this story, but before we do that, I know this sounds a little crazy, because adults can be crazy sometimes, but I <laughs> want you to describe yourself by way of a motivational candle. So if you were to think of a color, either just for yourself, Rebecca, or your team there, that would speak to you, and then also a quote or a saying on the candle, what would it look like?
1: So for Rad tees, our quote would be reviving art departments daily. Because Rad, we spell with two Ds, so the daily departments make it up. And favorite color-wise, I think I have to go with teal.
0: Oh, and my teal?
1: I always just love the color.
0: Okay, so Rad tees, take it from the beginning. How did this start?
1: So... Me personally, I moved to Barrington School as a junior. So I didn't know anyone. And I joined this class called Business Incubator. And it was actually a really great class because as a new student, you don't really want to talk to anyone, especially as a junior, you're kind of like, I don't know anyone, I felt awkward. But being in this class, it really allowed me to speak to other like students and have fun. And what we do is we get into groups of five. And in those groups, we actually get to start our own company. So I got to meet a ton of different and new people. It was really great. And we decided as a group that we wanted to make t-shirts, art t-shirts, because we noticed that in high schools that you see sports teams like football players and the basketball team, they get much more funding than art students, which we didn't believe was fair. So we wanted to help fix that problem, which is where Rattees comes in because as you said earlier, for every shirt sold, the art department gets some of the money along with the artists. So we worked through this all last year. And eventually in May, we met with a board of investors and they gave us $10,000, which was fantastic.
0: So your initial group of how many are there? Five of you? Yes. Did you get to choose your group or were you assigned into groups?
1: Okay, it's weird to explain, but people kind of just suggested who they wanted to be with and the teacher would move around who he thought would work best. So shout out to Mr. Salakian. If you're listening to this, you did a great job.
0: Perfect. Okay. And so tell us the makeup of your group.
1: So there's another Rebecca and She's a senior along with me. We have two juniors or three juniors. We have Lily Murphy, Max Rayner, and Mark Diorio. So they will be taking over next year.
0: Oh, good. So you see a future for this too, which is awesome. Yes. And so while you are putting this together, how did that work? Because this is going to be interesting, not only in terms of how a business develops, but you guys working as a team together, too. Were you guys looking at lots of different types of business ideas? Or did someone present one and you guys are all like, that's it?
1: Initially, we were starting off with like knife guards. We were really boring. (laughs) And we decided (laughs) we would rather do something completely like really fun. I mean, there's nothing wrong, but like we wanted to do something like fun and like sort of cool for high schoolers. So I guess art was like our main reason, because we all wish we can do art. We're not artists in our group, really.
0: Oh, that's interesting. But you saw the opportunity, you saw where it could really benefit, and so then you pulled together. So you had the concept. What happens next? What was your next step after just getting the concept?
1: So after funding, it was more of just getting the word out there. Because we were our little community of Barrington here, but we needed to spread our word. So we were just talking to other high school art departments and trying to get them involved along with us. And today we have seven high schools with us. Seven high
0: schools. Perfect. But way back in the beginning, did you have to figure out how are we going to print on these shirts? Where are we going to get these shirts?
1: There was much trial and error with us. Initially, we were actually making the shirts ourselves because we were high schoolers. We didn't have a lot of money. I mean, like we got funded in May, but from August up till around May, we were making the shirts ourselves. So we bought ourselves a heat press in one of our group members' basement, just printing away, and then we were mailing them ourselves.
0: You figured out a way of taking someone's art from the website, transferring it over then to be able to press onto the t-shirts.
1: Yes. Now we do have funding, so we're able to go through a company and make things much easier on ourselves.
0: Right. Okay, so we're staying back with the heat press. Okay, so the heat press, you guys are doing it all yourself. And at that point, did you have seven high schools join in or were you still just your single high school at first?
1: So at that point, I think we had around four high schools. So we just gained three new ones recently. Okay.
0: And when you were initially starting, an order would come in. And then how were you guys working within a team? Did you guys divide up into different People like certain people took orders, certain people produced the product, certain people shipped, or how was your team organization for that?
1: So like there was five of us last year. So I think one of us would order all the supplies, one of them would make the shirts and the other three of us would like drive out to people's houses and deliver them.
0: Okay. And how does it work in terms of the pricing?
1: So a shirt is $20, which may seem high at first, but when you factor in that we're giving back to art departments and artists, it like is not as much actually.
0: Right. You know, when people know the cause and know the story, it'll justify
1: the price all the time. Yeah. then then we more open to the idea.
0: Yeah. So you just built up your costs in terms of how much t-shirt was going to be, all the different prices, and then figured out also there was something significant enough to go to the art departments. And so then you went from there. Yes. Okay. So now let's talk about presenting to uh, possibly get funding? Because this is very similar to Shark Tank, right? Yeah. Did you guys identify that this was an opportunity? Did it come through the school program or what happened with that?
1: This is a school program. So initially what you're doing is there's five groups for each business incubator class and everybody has to give a pitch at the end of the year. Most people do it for a grade because that's how you get graded in the class. But if your pitch is well enough, the investors will notice you and there will be a final pitch after that. So for the final pitch, it was just the top five groups. So we were one of those five groups that was able to pitch to them. And we were just lucky enough to get funded along with another group. So two groups were funded last year.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, congratulations. That's so cool. Thank you. Let's talk about getting ready for a pitch because GiftBiz listeners, I'm also thinking this is kind of similar to when you're going out and getting corporate business or you're looking at having your product placed in a store or something. So let's talk, Rebecca, a little bit about how did you prepare then for the big pitch? We'll just jump right to that. So forget about pitching in your classroom because that was a class project. Yeah, yeah.
1: So like the final
0: pitch, yeah. Yeah. So now you're entering like the quote unquote big time. What did you do? How did you figure out what you needed to prepare for the pitch?
1: So outfits, I would say, be aware of what you're wearing. Like for us, since we're t-shirts, we got to wear t-shirts and we just had nice skirts on or whatever. So for your company, just be aware of what you're wearing. And also you should be able to talk loud. Like I've been blessed with a loud voice where it doesn't sound like I'm ever whispering. So that worked in my favor because you want to be able to show that you are confident in this. You don't want to seem scared. And eye contact, make eye contact with them because they like that.
0: This is good, Rebecca. (laughs) Thank you. So what in terms of content, how did you decide what your pitch was going to look like?
1: So there was like certain criteria we needed.
0: They gave you the criteria?
1: Yes. Okay. So like there was criteria, but you can change it how you needed to change it. Financial wise, everybody needed to have certain financials, what they were like projected to be or what they thought they would be in five years, because that's important seeing if your company will last that long. And you should have a plan after five years. Like our plan was to see if we can sell to another company our idea eventually. So you wanna have a plan in general of what you're doing in the future. They just wanna see that.
0: And so then your financials was a growth plan for the most part.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Did you go in with any hook statement in the beginning or anything like that for your presentation?
1: That was in May, I gotta think back. Honestly, we probably just gave her slogan, I'm not sure.
0: Okay, so how did you prepare beforehand? I'm sure you were nervous even though you said you gotta speak loud and be confident and all of that. Did all five of you have a role and did you practice together or how did that happen?
1: So we all had a role and maybe it was just me, like I was scared but I wasn't as scared because like I said, we've been doing these presentations in class but not like in front of the board. We are doing a presentation once a week and our teacher, he's one of those teachers that like he gets on your back like 24-7. Like he's like, that's not correct. I need you to fix this now. We felt like ready to speak, if that makes sense. There was preparation, but there wasn't a lot that we needed to practice 24-7 because we felt good about it ourselves.
0: Well, and you were also used to speaking then too.
1: Yeah. So work in our favor, actually. Yeah. So it was good.
0: Yeah, for sure. You're right for the shout out to the teacher
1: because <laughs> that really did prepare you. Yeah. Really changed our lives. Yeah, really.
0: Seriously. Did you get to see the other people who pitched for the final?
1: Yes, because you're sitting in the auditorium. You're just kind of going up and then sitting back down listening to them. And at the end, they present.
0: Oh, so you find out then and there who wins, who the two are that win.
1: Yes. So it's definitely nerve-wracking, just waiting.
0: I'm sure. Did you guys already register the company as a formal company at that point?
1: No, we registered in the summer because it's like after you get funded, they invite you to a summer program to be in the year two class. So before going to the year two class, you had to be part of the summer program. So that's where we did all of our legal work and everything. Got it.
0: So only the people who passed through and got funding then go on to the year two class.
1: Yes. And if you're like a really good student, the one class you can be hired into one of the other companies because there's not just our company. There's a few other ones from the previous years who are just keep hiring students.
0: Well, sure. And just like you said, you've got a few juniors who will be continuing on, carrying on the torch for you guys, if you will. Yes. Perfect. So tell me, and you're going to be truthful, right, Rebecca? Hopefully, yeah. Share with me some type of a challenging problem that you guys had to overcome to get to the point of funding, or even after funding, getting to where you are now.
1: Oh, that's easy. I don't need to lie about that. (laughs) We have difficulties with marketing. That's simple enough for me to say. Marketing has always been something that we've struggled with, but we're working on it every day, all day.
0: So marketing in what manner?
1: So just like in general, getting our word out there, because people know us, but not as well, I feel like. So we're trying to be more consistent on social media and have scheduled posts and just scheduling more events, because there's a lot of events in town that we could be a part of. So we're trying to get a part of those and just things like that, just little things that could help our company in a big way.
0: So do you have an overall marketing plan already? Have you guys worked on all that?
1: Yes, we're working on one and we're also working with someone from Infinium Marketing. We have a connection there. So he's been helping get into other programs and like fixing around our website and seeing what he thinks needs to be changed and he's just giving us suggestions. So we're thankful for that.
0: Perfect. And Building a business, especially for you guys, it's just a step-by-step process. You learn one thing and then you perfect that. Then you go on, you do something else and et cetera. And the one thing that you guys did right in the beginning, which was so great, is you showed that there was a market for the product because you were getting people buying these products. And I'm thinking it was over and above just family and friends, right?
1: Yes. I actually didn't tell my family about this because I wanted to see what I could do myself because I didn't want them to buy any shirts. I want to see how many sales I can make myself with this company before I like told them If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Because I knew what my parents obviously buy a shirt because they want to support me. But I just wanted to see for myself how many I could do by myself.
0: Are you talking about way in the beginning?
1: Oh, yeah, way in the beginning.
0: We're going to hear how Rebecca and her team did get the word out right after an announcement from our sponsor.
2: This podcast is made possible thanks to the support of The Ribbon Print Company. Create custom ribbons right in your store or craft studio in seconds. Visit theribbonprintcompany.com for more information.
0: How were you getting the word out just yourself to prove the point?
1: I'm sure we bothered a lot of people, but we sent out emails all the time. Eventually, they had to respond back and they were interested. Emails? Yeah, that was our original way. Emails to who? anyone that was in high schools and just artists. So we would like have like teachers recommend who they thought would be like, they would think that they want to be part of our company, things like that. Got it.
0: I would imagine by nature, because you are promoting to artists, that if they have their art then on a t shirt, they're going to be telling all their friends, Oh my gosh, this company is producing my art was selected. And now it's on a t shirt right? So I'm assuming naturally, then business would come in back then. And even in the future, business will come in that way.
1: Yeah, it's great. It's a great business model. Yeah, they do. They're really good about like getting their word out. Some of them are a little shy about it, because I don't know, they feel a little reserved about their art, but that's fine. But everybody has their way of getting their art out there, I feel like the way they do it.
0: Yeah, you are also promoting the whole concept in total. So any artist that's a little shyer doesn't need to worry about that
1: they can totally just tag us. And we'll do it. Yeah.
0: So talk to us a little bit about Facebook and how you're using Facebook right now. I get that it's a work in progress, but what are you doing now?
1: Facebook completely is a work in progress at the moment. We had to restart our page mostly because it just wasn't as organized as we wanted to be. So we shut it down and we started up a new page and we're working on that. But our Instagram is more efficient at the moment. And we know a lot of like high schoolers actually use Facebook so it works in our favor But if we're talking to like our department heads, we have to like fix our Facebook up because they're they're their main ones that use Facebook.
0: And so what would you say, and this will be good just for all of us to understand, what do you think was not as good with your first Facebook page?
1: We just didn't post as often, I'm being honest. And it sounds really bad, but we forgot the password. It'll be fine. We're just going to restart a new one. And we're working on making it more up to date and just cleaner looking. Because our Instagram, we feel like it has a theme. We're just like constantly posting about other people and like what they feel about our company.
0: Got it. You do bring up a good point. You say like, oh my gosh, I don't necessarily say, but I am quite sure that there are some people listening now who are like, "Uh, yeah, that's kind of me too, (laughs) whether it's they don't have their password or they've just left the account dormant Mm -hmm. for a while.
1: Yeah. I also think it has to do with, like, our generation in general, because our generation tends not to go towards Facebook. I feel like we look towards Instagram and Twitter, so those are something we just use more. Right.
0: Why do you think, I'm going to get to Instagram in a second, but why did you decide you needed to start another, was it because you just didn't know the password so you couldn't get in?
1: Yeah, I think that's it for the most part. I didn't really work on the Facebook page. Another one of my group members did.
0: Okay. So I'm not sure
1: the all the details, but I think that's what went down.
0: okay. So Instagram is going for you well. Yes. You're using hashtags on Instagram and all that. I didn't actually look at the account before we started talking, so
1: (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we use a few hashtags. Are you seeing that you're
0: getting more of a following there now?
1: Oh, yeah. We notice when we go to like big events, that's when we get our most views. I think a couple of weeks back, we went to the Illinois High School Art Expo, and it was just a really big art event. And we got a ton of views about that. And we are getting a lot of sales, too, from uh, Chicago high schools. So that was great.
0: Okay, so you could relate going to the event and then posting about the event. And then just because of the timing of the way the sales were coming in, you could attribute that back to your Instagram.
1: Yes, because I feel like on those days, that's when we're talked about the most. So people are more likely to look us up. So they look us up and we get more views we notice rather than if we just do a random post of a t-shirt. So that's great. So if you are going to an event, definitely post about it because you will get more views.
0: Are you doing live also? Are you doing like Instagram stories or Facebook Live or any of that?
1: Yes, we do a few Instagram stories. Not as much because we've been working a lot in class rather than outside at the moment. But whenever we go to like events or we're just doing a little expo or something, we will definitely post about it on our stories.
0: You can do behind the scenes things too. I mean, I think some of your stuff like in class, depending on what the school allows you to do, I guess. Not sure what the rules are of the school.
1: Teacher doesn't really like phones, sadly. So (laughs) he thinks they're a distraction and that we should be working solely on our company. So that's good, though. It does keep us on track.
0: Oh, for sure. But one of the things that does work really well is for people to get a peek of the behind the scenes. Maybe it's even when you're on your way to events or you're delivering t-shirts or something like that too. People are curious.
1: Oh yeah, totally. That's a good idea.
0: It works really well because one thing is seeing the product and seeing you there, but like how is it made? Like website issues? Everyone's just curious about what's happening behind the scenes. So when you're doing the high school expo, is that kind of like I would think of with a table set up and you've got your product there and you're just showing people. And then if they want to take orders, you can take orders there too. Is that what the setup is there for an expo?
1: So our most recent one was at the Zuby Art Center. So it was like a huge art gallery Mm -hmm. and it was just, it was strictly art related and it was tables, but everybody kind of had their own section, if that makes sense. And it was really interesting because a lot of our people that were there were there for also an art show because they were invited and they were high schoolers. So there was a lot of people here. So it was great. We sold so many shirts. They were just totally interested in our idea. And it was just something that they hadn't heard of. So they were definitely interested in it. It was great. So it was mostly tables for the most part.
0: They were coming to you and you had a designated area. So you had your product displayed and all of that.
1: We had her right by the window. So we were lucky.
0: Oh, yeah, you were lucky. <laughs>
1: people like the windows. For sure.
0: Are there any learnings that you've had either interacting with people, how to deal with customers, how to take orders, things that you've learned just through trial and error of working a show?
1: Don't be shy. I mean, I, personally, I'm an extrovert, so it worked out. So I'm very open with talking to people. So just like talk to them, don't be shy at all. And I don't know how to explain it look at their interests. Well, if they're interested, if they look like they're interested in art, like for us, we immediately go and talk to them. And they always reply back with, it's okay, I don't want to do this, or yeah, I'll totally do this. So there's no harm in asking, I feel like. Just always feel free to ask someone.
0: So you were taking the initiative then. You weren't just sitting back behind the table waiting for people to come to you. You were looking to see if it looked like people were interested and then trying to engage them.
1: Yeah, like if I go to a booth, I realize I'm not going to ask a person a lot of questions. Personally, that's just not what I would do. So I figured just switch the positions around. I'll be the person in the booth asking the questions, see what happens.
0: Would all five of you go to all the events so you break it up or how does that work?
1: Last year we did that. This year we're kind of switching it up. If someone's busy that day, it's fine. We can totally switch around the rotations on who wants to go to what. We're pretty open with that now. I think last year everybody was kind of like they were really into it. We never been to expos like this. So we were really confused. We wanted to learn more. Now we kind of have the hang of it. We're like, it's fine. We can totally switch it up, rotations and all that.
0: Well, that's a good thing just for our listeners to hear too, is you walked into something that you really didn't know, but you still did it. You still went there, and then you revise and perfect your process as you go. And I'm guessing that of your team, some people really like to interact with the public, like it sounds like you do, and then other people like to take the back seat. Maybe they're the ones who like to work on the website or do the the behind-the-scenes things.
1: Do you see that within your team? We do separate jobs like that, but we're all actually very open, which I'm noticing now. That's actually, I never noticed that before. We are very open as people. We're not very closed off. That's good. I guess that's good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Talk about what happens after a customer buys a t-shirt. Do you do anything to stay in touch with them in the future?
1: So certain people we do, like for example, we're with Lincoln Park High School and they submitted a ton of art to us for an art project that they were doing. So as a group, like, there's, like, a giant mass email we send out to them being, like, okay, your art's on our website, feel free to buy it, and have, like, sell it to other people. And if they do, we're, like, okay, good job with the selling, thank you for everything, and then we'll, like, continue to update them on what's happening with their project specifically. So, like, things like that we do. Individual customers, we don't, but we have, like, a when you click on our website, it'll give you the option to be a part of our email list, which will then give you updates. So in a way, we do, but personally, we... Like if we want to personally email someone, it will be probably in a mass email, something like Lincoln Park.
0: You are attracting the emails from people who have bought t-shirts from you, or they have to initiate it.
1: We typically initiate it.
0: It's good that you're doing that because so many people confuse getting emails because these are people who are familiar. They've been an artist. You're like in some way, they've linked with you, and lots of times people confuse. That having emails with the following people have on social media, like who is looking at your Instagram account and all of that. And the problem with that is if Mark Zuckerberg decides to change the algorithm again on Facebook or your account gets shut down for some reason, you have no way of contacting any of those people. So when you have emails, those are things that now Rad T owns. Those are ways to connect with people who have interacted with your business. So that's really valuable way more valuable than however many followers you have on social media. So kudos to you because a lot of businesses don't think that way. So good job for you. Thank you. (laughs) Is there anything else that you can think back that you wish you would have done differently, getting to the point that you guys are at right now?
1: I feel like if I changed everything, everything would be different. I kind of like the way everything is. So I'm trying to think, I don't think there's much I changed. I like my group. I like the way we're working together. I feel like everything goes pretty well. But if you are working with a group, I just suggest that you get to know your group. So like you do like them. If you're working with someone you don't like, I feel like that wouldn't work out well. I'm thankful for that. I have a group that I like.
0: I totally agree with that. The other thing that I really wanted to bring up, I forgot to do it when you were mentioning it earlier. Did it feel weird to you that you were just building a business, but they were asking you for what your future plans were, and you were already talking about selling it. Did that feel weird?
1: It was a little weird because we didn't even have the company. We were talking about selling it. So in a way, it was like, oh, okay. But it was good research, in my opinion, because it is something you have to think about because there are scenarios where that might have to happen, where you might have to sell. So I think it was a good chance to do some research on that and see what we should do, have a game plan ready.
0: Very good. We talk about that a lot too. You might never sell, but if you have any idea that you might, there are some things that you do when you get started that you might do just a little bit differently with the end game in mind that you might sell. Like one of my businesses, I am setting up to sell down the road. And so my systems have to be different within my business, right? Because I want that paperwork to be able to be tracked. I don't want to combine the two businesses together. The financials need to be different, you know, just crazy things like that. Have you guys ever run into a situation where you've had an issue with a customer?
1: With a customer, I don't think we have. We have had issues with artists occasionally here and there where they were wondering why their art wasn't on their website. But usually if your art's on our website, it's because there's a rubric about it, it being appropriate and things like that. So that's about it, though. It's nothing bad.
0: Okay. All right. Well, you're lucky then. (laughs) because at some point you guys go on long enough I mean just those things come up so I was just curious (laughs) so far
1: yeah we haven't hit that yet thankfully so far so good right (laughs) yeah
0: any advice for people now this will be a little bit kind of different for you Rebecca of course because you're still in school but any advice just going through this whole process that you've done maybe it's just how you feel about having rad tees as a win under your belt i don't know but is there anything that you would recommend or suggest to people who are just starting out in business
1: don't be afraid to take risks. honestly like we were making these shirts in a basement you can come from the bottom and end up somewhere like from doing nothing like that you can end up somewhere so i feel like just take the risk make the leap it's no harm done
0: and what do you see as the future for rad tees
1: Since it's still like young, the company in general, just make sales at this point. Little things like that. Just make a few sales here and there. I think that's it. We're not looking too far ahead. We're just looking a couple months ahead at this point. We're just taking it easy.
0: Just continuing to grow, continuing to grow the business, right?
1: Yeah. We're trying to cruise through.
0: Now I would like to offer you to Dare to Dream. Oh. I'd like to present you with a virtual gift. It's a magical box containing unlimited possibilities for your future. So this is your dream or your goal of almost unreachable heights that you would wish to obtain. So Rebecca, this can either be about rad teas or this can be just you personally. I'm going to let you choose on that one,
1: okay? Okay.
0: Please accept this gift and open it in our presence. What's inside your box?
1: I think in the future... I would like to go into business. So I would like to be able to start my own business and just have it be successful. I think that's just like my one goal and hope.
0: Wonderful. And what does next year hold for you? College. (laughs) (laughs) Have you decided yet?
1: Not yet. I have a few more months, but like I have some options.
0: Are you going to be away from home?
1: That's what I'm not sure about. Do I want to go somewhere in like Michigan or in stay? Yes. So I have a few months. I'll decide then. Rad Tees wise, I'll still try to stay involved, mm-hmm. call as much as possible, see how my other team members are doing.
0: It's you and Mark who are both seniors, right?
1: No, no. Uh, Mark's a junior. Me, there's another Rebecca. So Rebecca and Rebecca are seniors. Oh, the two
0: Rebeccas are off. Yes. And you guys could be like the board or something. Yeah. <laughs> like advisors or consultants or something. Because I'm sure this is now your baby. I'm sure just leaving it would be terrible especially since things are going so well, I'm hearing.
1: I mean, we all have a portion of equity in the company. So it would just be hiring younger students to see what they're doing with it. So I mean, it's great. We are still involved, not as involved as we probably would like to be involved in a way. So thankfully.
0: Wonderful. Well, this has been so interesting to hear from someone younger. So just your perspective on things is really interesting. You guys have some really solid business tactics down, which is great to hear. And this whole idea of creating the businesses now within our high schools is fabulous. So I really appreciate you coming on, sharing all the information and taking some time out of your day for us. I really appreciate it. And all the best to you and everyone involved with Rad Tees.
2: Thank you. This episode is all wrapped up, but fortunately, your gift biz journey continues. Are you eager to learn more? Our gift biz gal has a free download just for you. Head over to giftbizunwrapped.com slash 12 steps to get your copy of the 12 steps to starting a profitable gift biz. Don't delay. Head over to giftbizunwrapped.com slash 12 steps today. And until next time, happy business crafting.